Nursing Review podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication, Nursing Review, available in print, web, e-newsletter, offering the latest news, trends, interviews and insights in nursing education. Subscribe to Nursing Review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no obligation four-week trial subscription link. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy our latest Nursing Review podcast. I'm Health Editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Research Fellow at the University of South Australia, Dr. Sanji Pereira. Welcome, Sanji. Thank you, Dallas. Pleasure to be involved. Your research revealed that older Australians' decision to leave work was more complex than simply to stay or retire. What different job exit patterns did you identify? Uh, We observed three distinct exit patterns in our study, actually. The biggest group was the true retirees. These employees left their organisations and the labour force, taking a permanent retirement. The second group, which was the smallest, um, was the group that we call job changes. They left their employers but did not leave the workforce. So basically they just transitioned to another job or were actively looking for work at the time we were collecting the data. But I think the most unexpected and interesting pattern we observed were, the, were among the older workers who were taking a hiatus from work. So this group of older workers left their employment for a brief period of time Um, with an intention of returning to work at a later stage. They were using the hiatus period to study, to travel, or to recover from an intense period of work. Based on previous research in the area, we could explain that some older workers would retire, like would be true retirees, um, and the others would leave organizations but remain in the workforce. But I think the pattern, the hiatus takers pattern, was a surprise to, to us all. What key differences were there between those who took a hiatus and those who left the workforce for good? I think the main difference between hiatus takers and the two retirees was a difference in their financial circumstances. So when two retirees made an assessment of their financial circumstances, it was clear to them that their financial status uh, circumstances are such that they could leave the workforce permanently. Uh, They could In other words, they could afford to retire. Hiatus takers, on the other hand, were influenced by temporary changes in their financial situations. For example, um, inheriting some money as part of a settlement of an estate. These were windfalls, and they allowed hiatus takers an opportunity to take a break from work. But it was also their financial situation that inevitably encouraged them to return to work. Since the changes were one-off, they did not provide these older workers enough financial security to permanently retire. What were the sources of dissatisfaction that led to job changes leaving an organisation? Well, job changes were dissatisfied with their work situations for, for a variety of ongoing issues. For example, some felt that there was a mismatch between their skills and job tasks and they felt they were expected to perform. So, uh, so feeling uh, overqualified for their jobs. Others just disliked some specific aspects of their jobs, like having to handle customer complaints, and they could not see a way out, um, a way to change that situation. A few also reported relationship conflicts with managers um, and coworkers. So basically, um, ongoing issues at work that was that were creating dissatisfaction among them. 
Overall, what were the key factors that you identified that influenced older workers' decision to leave the professional organisation? I think we identified two different factors leading to different decisions. So if you um, think about the decision to leave the workforce, there were several um, personal and work issues that influenced these decisions. For example, intensification of work in terms of increases in workload or pace of work. And in response to these, uh, the older workers attempted to access flexible work or reduce workloads, but they failed in their negotiations. But um, And in the case of true retirees, um, at the same time, they also experienced some personal events, such as reaching a particular age milestone, for example, getting to the age of 60 or 65, which in their mind was a kind of a retirement age, or diagnosis, diagnosis or illness, um, also played in played a part, but I think financial circumstances um, were the key decision maker um, decision reason for these um, for, for the reason to leave the workforce. Depending on their financial circumstances, the older workers decided to either make a permanent exit or take a hiatus from the from the workforce. On the other hand, um, the group that left the organisations to work at another company, but were still willing to um, be part of the workforce, they were mostly influenced by dissatisfaction with their work situation, such as conflicts with co-workers or dislike of certain job tasks. So just changing employers allowed them to get out of these unsatisfactory circumstances and make a fresh start. What should leaders of organisations take from this information? I think there are a couple of important points for leaders of organisations here. First, um, the need to recognize that older workers are a diverse group with different needs. So, for example, the three groups we found in our study left organizations for different reasons. Second, I think we highlight the need to take a look at specific needs of older workers through organizational practices that are age-friendly. So let me give you an example about flexible work. We spoke um, how shock events like age milestones or diagnosis of illnesses um, can influence older workers to think about leaving. Now, an employer cannot prevent these events, but they can help employees manage the impact of these shocks. Um, for example, flexible work options like shorter shifts can help older workers facing health issues to reduce their work commitment. Similarly, flexible work arrangements can also assist older workers to reduce the experience of work intensification and continue to perform their work role. Um, I think the important factor here, though, is recognize that the flexible work arrangements that are attractive to older workers may be different from those desired by the rest of the workforce. So that's why I spoke about specific age-friendly practices. For example, some of our participants um, desired extended periods of leave for travel, and these needs may be di very different from employees with young children um, who want to work school hours. So I think um, two important things Takeaways are the, the the need to recognize that that the older workers are a diverse group and with diverse needs, and that these meeting these needs require specific age friendly organizational practices. That's all we have time for today, Sanji. Thank you. Thank you. Nursing Review Podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication Nursing Review 
Available in print, web, e-newsletter, offering the latest news, trends, interviews and insights in nursing education. Subscribe to Nursing Review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no obligation four-week trial subscription link. 